help you? I'm Reese, Sergeant Techcom, BN38416, assigned to protect you. You've been targeted for termination. It's very important that you live. This isn't true. How could that man just get up after you did It's not a man. Machine. Terminator. Cyberdyne Systems Model 101. A machine? Like a robot? Not a robot. Cyborg. Cybernetic organism. No, he was bleeding. Just a second. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello. Ooh, that was loud. Crap. That is loud. I just blew my speakers up. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the... Are you good? Film industry for the greater good. Oh, sorry. I got it. <laughs> a little early that time. Yeah, you have that problem. Well, well hold on a second. Let me go back, uh, and I'll, I'll redo it in the future. Oh, okay. Yeah, for the greater good. The, oh, See? Per- perfect Is that timing. better? Yeah. Better timing? Yeah, okay. it's great. Fix it in post. We'll fix it in post. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, is that like a version of time travel? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Um, sure. Uh, You're fixing, this... fixing something in the present in the future? Fixing something. Well, I'm going to fix in the future something that happened in the past. Yeah. So, yeah, yes, it's kind of like time travel. Daylight so savings time is kind of like time travel, too. If I say f- does that mean that you're going to have to time travel to fix that? Yeah, I really am. Oh, sorry. No, you're not. Not at all. <laughs> not even a little bit. <laughs> at, least, at least I don't have to go search far to find it. Thank you, Sam. <laughs> is it going to be one of those nights? I don't know. Okay. You had me watching a mid nineteen eighties rated R movie. Yeah, I think. Uh, hmm. I mean, I think, and it, yeah, and, and it had every trope you can think of. But before, oh, we, dude, <laughs> we it got, was a perfect time capsule of the eighties. Oh. It really was. It's been so long since I've seen this thing. Uh, so before we, I yeah. guess we haven't even done this part yet. This is episode two hundred and forty-four, and today we're talking about the Terminator. The original 1984 Terminator. I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is Andrew. Convenient that the stop-motion robot is way slower than the cyborg version, Jimison. <laughs> I was working part-time at the Cyberdyne. My boss was terminated. There you go. That was just for you. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what just happened, but that was great. Why am I not since so butter on a pop tart? I think uh, we, we've uh, well, had a Chad did intro. a much better job. <laughs> oh my gosh! I wasn't prepared. I hadn't warmed up. I just eat ice cream. So. <sighs> nice. <laughs> oh, that's great. That made my night. Thank you, Andrew. Yeah, really. You're welcome. Jeez. Um, hey guys. Hi, hi, Andrew. <laughs> Uh, and Sam, time travel movies suck vector. It's not that they suck. It's just that 
somebody always comes back to defend you, Sean. No, they what? No. So like every time I go to kill you, (laughs) someone I get thwarted. Uh, I guess it means I'm important, is what you're saying. Oh no, I think it's 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 like a video (laughs) game for the future. Oh okay. Uh, We can talk about the time travel and how bad it is and all that stuff and. We can talk about all the fun 80s tropes, which I'm sure we will, and we can talk about Holy how, crap, how yeah. this movie was, was actually fairly super low budget and um, really felt it at times. Um, so there's there's all kinds of fun stuff that we can talk about with this movie. Wait, wait. This, now, there were times where I was like, oh, this does feel low budget. I didn't realize it was low budget. Yeah. Really? I thought Cameron had kind of a not then, not yet. Uh, this was uh, his this was his first thing. I mean, this was six, this was a, a huh. 6.4 million dollar budget. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, you were thinking of Kirk Cameron. He was, thinking <laughs> oh, okay. he was rolling in it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's true. Uh yeah, I'm sure that's what it <laughs> Especially is. Especially in the 80s, right? Mhm. Yeah. Uh Interesting. Okay. Yeah. No, this is uh this is this is a low budget. 6 6 million bucks for for this movie and um and again, it's a bunch of no-name people. I mean, you know, Schwarzenegger was still uh, coming off of Conan, the Conan movies, and you know, we still is that the one that he said he felt like he was coming and coming. <laughs> no, that was the, uh, <laughs> the, the 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 what was the pump? It was the documentary, uh-huh. right? The pump it up documentary or something, where he talks about how the uh that the pump that you get the 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 endorphin rush that you get from doing a big a pump is it feels better than than what Andrew just said yeah <laughs> uh well i don't work out so i have no idea i don't either yeah. um so anyway uh yeah so 1984 yeah. is terminator um andrew if you want to tell us what this movie is feel free to use the accent or not i don't care oh no that's okay a seemingly indestructible android is sent from the year 2029 to the year 1984 to assimilate a waitress. Excuse me. Nope. <laughs> to assimilate her? This just became Star Trek. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, maybe he, maybe he always was. wanted to be a waitress. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sorry, my screen turned off. Uh, I think he came back in time to assassinate a waitress, whose unborn son will lead humanity in a war against machines, while a soldier from the war is sent to protect her at all costs. Okay, thank you. Yeah. That's actually pretty good. Yeah. Good job, IMDb. Um, the tagline for this movie is, your future is in its hands. That's actually kind of neat. Um, it's okay. That's true. It's a good thing I named my penis your future. Sure. Uh, so this movie is kind of beloved by many. Yeah. Um, and I think those people are people that saw it in the eighties fresh. Yes. Um, it's ranked top 226, number 226 on IMDb's all time list. Guess what? I haven't seen this one since the eighties. Yeah. Yeah, quite literally. I kept think I kept expecting, um, for some odd reason, you know, T two scenes kept popping into my my brain. Mm. That's the one I saw over and over and over. You yeah. know, the, uh, um, well, that was an awkward <laughs> little thing. Um, I'll I'll 
I'll trust that somehow in post. Uh, but I had a power surge, and therefore... So, Sam, you were talking about um, uh, Terminator 2 and how you kind of conflated this movie and that movie. Yeah, I kept trying to... Re- you know, when I was going through it, I kept trying to remember how it ended and, and different scenes and completely kept combining the two movies between the uh, lava melting and the uh, liquid nitrogen. Um, I was getting confused. And it wasn't until the very end where it gets squished that I remembered that... That's how the the arm came about, the, or the intact arm and all that sort of stuff. Sure. So, yep. Yeah, I can kind of see that. I've seen uh, both. What about you, Andrew? I guess Andrew, this was the last time you saw this thing. Uh, well, I was I was only like two weeks old when it came out. <laughs> um, yes, but you, you've had an opportunity sorry. to see it since then. Yeah. So no, I, I remember watching it maybe when I was in middle school. Mm-hmm. So that would have been maybe 10 years after it came out. And I, I was thinking then it was you know awesome movie. And then my dad let me watch the second one, um, which I did see more. I'm like you, Sam. I saw that one more often. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, but I love how time travel movies like this one put things so far into the future, or at least they think it's so far into the future, like Back to the Future did. Uh, like we're going to have flying cars in the year 2015. Uh, and you know this one 10 years from now we should have AI roaming the land killing humans and flying aircraft that shoot laser beams and and destroy all life so uh, we'll see and then all you hear in the background is, is synth music yeah exactly yeah. Philip Glass <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, oh yeah and so so I again I'm of the age where um, I, I watched the second movie long before I watched the first movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and in fact, I'm kind of with you, Sam, in the fact that I almost didn't even know that there was a first movie. I just kind of thought that everything started with Terminator 2. T2. Like, mm-hmm. like, like Street Fighter 2. No one's ever played Street Fighter 1. It doesn't exist. <laughs> it's just everything starts with Street Fighter 2. So, Oh, speaking of Street Fighter, there's a, uh, a good callback to Street Fighter in the new Shazam movie. You'll have to look for it. It's kind of a hidden... Oh, really? Only... That's right. You you got a lucky viewing of that or something. Yeah, yeah. How'd you to... end up getting that? I got an email saying uh, you have uh, a, a chance to for early access viewing. Heck yeah, man. That's I awesome. Told him, I told him I was a part of some group that reviews movies. And... No, I didn't. <laughs> <really>. <laughs> no, it was through my Fandango app. I guess I used Fandango enough to... Nice. They warrant a free reward or some kind. I heard it's a fun one. I heard it's a oh yeah, ride, a good ride. It's probably the most fun DC movie I've seen. Wow. Yeah. Definitely not a Snyder cut, right? No, it's very reminiscent of Stranger Things. So if you really, if you enjoyed that, you probably would enjoy. Yeah. I love me. Sorry, Street. didn't mean to derail us no, there. Uh, no, but, please. Uh, if that's the but worst. anyway, that, that call back to Street Fighter in that movie. Sure. All right. So in a way, I, I'm, so yeah, I, I watched the second one. The second one is a better film. I don't think anyone's going to yeah. argue that. I mean, it's... He also had a lot more money to do. Yeah, it's a to, bigger to budget. Um, yeah, you got a screamy, kind of screamy, kind of whiny kid, but whatever. Um, and... <clears throat> But yeah, I mean the, the the new Terminator is cool and kind of scary. That liquid metal thing, and though I mean, that was the first we really got to see of that kind of computer generated stuff too. Yeah, 
Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, this. remember, that movie's two years before Jurassic Park. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's really kind of cutting-edge stuff. And... And so I, I, so the Terminator Two, I mean, is a great film. But like, even when I was younger watching the movie, I was always wondered why Linda Hamilton was scared of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. Like she recognized and was scared of him. Now I, it's like, oh, okay, I get it. Now I've, I've, I've seen this movie long since before this viewing, um, but it probably has been twenty five years since I've seen this movie. Um, yeah. And I kind of forgotten how dated it is. And why did the movies of this genre? in the 80s, all look like this. Yeah. I mean, this movie... The lighting, like, right? Yeah, and just... Yeah, it's so... It sound like it, too. Yeah, it, they, like this movie, and, like, this reminded me of Escape from New York. Uh-huh. Yeah, it, like, they had they the, all have that same 80s feel to it. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I can... Well, unless there's a movie that was done outdoors in the 80s. You know, like, uh, I don't know when The Last of the Mohegans was. That's probably in the 90s. But... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, everything that is 80s is very 80s. Well, like, that's one of the things that, like, I like Goonies because it doesn't look like these movies. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, it doesn't... Um, even the Star Trek and Star Wars from this era doesn't look like this. Like, it's They're brightly lit and colorful, and the sound... Now, again, maybe it's unfair to... to to, to the the same or the year before you had Star Trek, or two years before you had Star Trek Two: The Wrath of Khan, and then this year was Star Trek Three. I mean, those are by comparison larger budget films. Um, and maybe that's unfair, but I mean, those movies look amazing compared to this. Well, yeah, Terminator and, Two, I felt like looked much better. I didn't feel like it was as muted and. I mean, it was still dark, but it wasn't. It was dark you know tonally. I mean? It wasn't dark visually. You could see everything. I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, and it was in '91. Yeah, it was in '91. But again, you also have um, a significantly larger budget, uh, and I will tell you what that is um, in just a second. All of my windows were closed because of the thing. Uh, that's a hundred million dollar budget. Yeah, that movie. I mean, you can say like, there's, you you can't compare them. It's unfair to. I mean, it's almost a decade later, and we lost Sam. And is it it his turn to lose power? (laughs) Maybe so. Still here. Oh, okay. You're oh, you just turned your camera off. Okay. Having video problems. No, no, fine. Um, as long as we still got you oddly, uh, oddly, uh, audio, oddly, oddly, it's not a word. (laughs) Audio wise, it's I guess that's what matters. Um, so anyway, uh, so yeah, but I mean, okay, so I I don't want to just bang on this movie all night, though it would actually be kind of easy to do. Um, Mm -hmm. and I don't want to stay, don't get me wrong. The stuff that dates it, I don't care about the, honestly, I don't care about the music and the fact that they go to a very eighties club. Was there ever a decade more in love with itself than the eighties though? (laughs) <laughs> no. you, you know what I'm saying? I, you know, I think the 80s, like... The hair. I, well, I think that they saw themselves as kind of... And I say they. I was born in the 80s, so I guess I'm part of that. But No, we are, we are children well, of the My 90s. parents, though, looking at them, I'm like, yeah. things were kind of futuristic to them. Like, 
you know, some of the cars that were made then were were made to look a little more futuristic. I mean, take a look at the Mustang for a minute. The Mustang went from this great muscle car to this little matchbox looking thing that is disgusting in the 80s. And the DeLorean. I mean, yeah, and the DeLorean. Yeah. I mean, there's. There's tons of things, and you know we got it got boxy is what happened, didn't it? C- Everything yeah. got boxy and square. CDs started to be a thing. Uh, you know, we were moving into a more, you know, computers were, you know, I guess born at that time, and I don't think the internet was quite around yet, but it was the beginnings of it. So I think I don't know, maybe it was just a. It was a time in history where we kind of saw ourselves as being living in the future. Yeah. If that makes sense. Uh, it, it does. And, you know, I have the, um, the, the pleasure, as I would say, um, Sorry. to work with someone who identifies himself as a child of the 80s, born in the 70s, graduated high school and college in the 80s. So to him, that decade is the, is, is the decade. Because yeah. of its of his of its you know during his formidable years, whereas Andrew and myself and Sam a little bit, we grew up in the '90s but graduated yeah. college in the aughts. So because we went through two, we lived basically in two decades. At that point, we don't associate with only the one. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, Although I'd say I'm more of a '90s kid. You are. My, my formative years were in the 90s. Which is my point, is that, that more Andrew than, than you, you are definitely a 90s kid yeah. um, because you graduated high school in the 90s and started college in the, in the 90s. I, I wore flannel quite a bit. Sure. No, I mean, yeah. and, and again, we all kind of had, I mean, heck, I had long hair that went down past my ears and wore a chain wallet when I was in high school because grunge was a thing. <laughs> um, I remember being in elementary school, and this is early 90s. Wearing and, and this was this was just the thing. Everybody had like neon colored stuff. Like I had a neon tracksuit. Oh, early nineties. Coolest yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. And well, I mean, it was in the eighties as well. But like spandex. What was that uh, purple? That purple pink pattern. Yeah, yeah, in the background yeah. of all the pictures. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the yearbook exactly. photos. It was like lasers. Yeah. No, you're you're not. <laughs> I mean, just look at the poster. There's lasers on the poster. I mean, you're not the '80s was was obsessed with that kind of stuff. I mean, why do you need a laser pointer on a hand pistol? And that never made sense. But it's it's in the it's on the trailer or it's on the poster. Because it looks cool. That's I mean, the only it, reason. It seems like it would be super unfunctional, though. Unfunctional. Why? That's not a word either. I just. Uh, the Usually, bullet's not going to go exactly where you want it to go. Well, it's not just that. I mean, but like pistols are for short range. So, do you need a laser pointer for a short range? <laughs> Depends on who's shooting it. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, and oh my gosh, <laughs> when when people talk about the eighties with with nostalgia and think, oh, we should go back then. You mean smoking in restaurants? I don't mean Everywhere. like I don't mean just the fact that people could smoke in the restaurant. I mean their staff are smoking around food uh-huh. preparation, and mm-hmm. and the, it's like uh, eating at a Waffle House now. I mean, and not to mention the Detroit crime and oh and homeless on the streets. Yeah. That is a That's giant eighty sign. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's yeah, and and. <laughs> 
the the fact that he can just walk into a pawn shop and buy an Uzi. <laughs> when was that ever acceptable? <laughs> was it in the eighties? I don't know. I don't know. Was it? We, are we hoping that that's just because of the movie? Like the movie just kind of it he needed it, to get guns somehow. So maybe that's. Like, I don't know. Like the like the shotgun he had. I mean, that's the damn shotgun from Jurassic Park. Yeah. I mean, it's the, the Spaz uh, Twelve. I mean, that's literally what it is. I mean, you can get that in Call of Duty. I mean, come on. There's no yeah. reason why a pawn shop guy should have that. Um, <laughs> just ridiculous. Um, uh, but hey, you know, again, I don't want to bash on the '80s and the in in this whole movie. I we I, I still contend and have made this argument to many people that 1984 was the best year for movies in that decade. Completely yeah, agree. Yeah. 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 Maybe that's what we should have done for our top three. Rank the top three 80s horror movies. Oh. Oh, I like that. We can do that while we work. <laughs> yeah. We can do that while we <laughs> podcast. We can do that. Um, <laughs> that's a really good idea, Sam. Uh, yeah. So anyway, so now I'm going to be distracted while doing that. <laughs> 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 Sorry, we had we had James Cameron there for a while, but yeah. I, I, he didn't have a whole lot of stuff that I've been real crazy about. Well, I mean, I had my top three, and I mean, you know, True Lies is really fun. Yeah. Um, it's one of my kind of just guilty pleasure action flicks. It's a genre buster. Yeah, is yeah. what it is. Yeah, it is. Um, kind of like your favorite Halloween movie, the um, Cabin the in the Woods, Frighteners. Oh, the Frighteners. Yeah, okay. Yeah, a little bit. Um, the one thing that the movie does, though, True Lies specifically, that's not um, genre-busting, is that it makes the, the, the bad guys Muslim, and they're just cartoon characters. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're just the worst bad mm-hmm. guys ever. And they're, and they're just... I mean, like, you can't make that movie now. Because... Because we're in a post nine eleven world, and we've invaded, you know, Muslim countries, that doesn't work. But mm-hmm. in nineteen ninety four, I think when that came out, ninety five, ninety six, whenever that came out, that that's still totally a, a thing. Um, anyway, um, but now now I'm excited for this uh, this eighty four because eighty four. I mean, just it's just great. I mean, and, and honest, and according to IMDb, this movie is the highest ranked movie from that year. Really? Interesting. In a, in a, in a, in I can see that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm just scrolling down the list. We've done, oh my gosh. A lot of these. Yes, we have one. Hold on. Just hang in there. Yeah. One, uh, two, uh, <laughs> uh, three, Can't forget four, Buckaroo four, We've done Becker Obama five, six, seven. <laughs> We've done seven of the top twenty-five movies. <laughs> no six. No, se- yeah, seven of the top thirty. There you go. And if we can ever get the last Starfighter streaming, we'll do eight of the top thirty-one. Nice. Um, so yeah, um, I'm looking forward to doing that real quick. Uh, but in the meantime, I'm going to continue to talk about this movie. As, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Sorry. Terminator. So, uh, so as I'm watching this movie, um, as as you do, you're like, "Holy crap! That's Bill Paxton with <laughs> with with blue pointy spikes on his head." Oh yeah! Whoa! I didn't notice that. That's, Is it? That's Bill Paxton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Holy crap! 
I'm gonna have to go rewatch that. I totally didn't catch it. Yeah, that's that's totally Bill Paxton. That's how he got the job on Aliens, was because of his thirty seconds of TV on this, <laughs> where, where he said, "Game over, man." No, he didn't. Game say that. over. He said, "Hey, brah." <laughs> that would have been, been great if he would have said that when when the uh, when the Terminator walks up and he screamed that. Oh, I wish I could find. Hey, it. brah, what's wrong with you? It said, "Hey, bro." That would have been great. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, I did write worst cops, and then I dot 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 dot. Well, we've seen some bad cops in movies, yeah. and I don't know why '80s movies cops are are terrible. I don't understand. Unless you're the lead cop in the movie, all cops suck. I think that the what we consider the cop trope. Comes from the eighties. Yes. Yep. You know what I mean. I do. Like the angry chief and the uh, the idiot cops that can't shoot anything. You know. And I they, think that all stems from the eighties. And they can't drive. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, you're you're not wrong. It it it, it sucks. And uh, and every single car chase in the eighties used those police cars. Yes. Those garbage. Police cars that they had to use those stupid late seventies Fords, whatever they were. <laughs> that they all they all use the same stock sound of them screeching and then flipping over each other. It just, yeah. I, I I just I don't know where the trope started, but I I kind of don't like it. I don't know why. It just now it this trope didn't have time, it by the last part of the decade. Um, for whatever reason, this trope didn't have it. It was like the only time where we saw cops where the chief wasn't yelling at somebody. Yeah. You know? That's true. I didn't think of that. Um, but we didn't see the chief. And maybe like there were scenes. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if they had a, a deleted scene where like the lieutenant, the, the black guy with the red plaid shirt and the solid red tie. No one wears that, by the way. Um, <laughs> not even then. Um, by the way, he's our Star Trek connection for this movie. Just saying. Um, he, like, if he got, went into his police chiefs and been like, hey, this is what I got. This, this woman's great saying that, you know, this guy's a robot or something. And he, he yells at him like, you know, I want some butts or something. I don't know. That'd be funny. Um, <laughs> uh, I did. And then I wrote, wow, you can buy an Uzi at a pawn shop in 1984. Uh, never leave your shells on the gun counter. That was real dumb. Um, I, I did. I really wrote this. Smokes in the restaurant, and people liked the eighties. Uh, just I don't know my thing. Uh, this is also a movie uh, you can use the trope where if cell phones were a thing, like eighty percent of this movie doesn't happen. Yeah. Yep. Um, Hell, this movie couldn't have happened in the nineties or two thousands because there was no thing as phone books or. Payphones, yeah, definitely the two well, thousands. I mean, yeah, I mean, in the eighties or nineties, we still had a lot of that stuff, but it was it was going away by like two thousand two. Very much going away. Yeah, they were they were. Let all me coming. ask you this: If you had to make a decision right now and had to go use a, a payphone, where would you go? Oh, jeez, I honestly don't know. Right? Um, <laughs> and my, I saw one not too long ago somewhere, and I I was like blown away. 
but I can't remember where it was. In my old town where I lived in Gastonia, I could tell you exactly where one was because I drove by it every day on the way to work. Because it was nice. in the, it was at the front of a gas station, and it was right next to the highway. I have no idea if it worked, but it was there, <laughs> and and I know that it was there because I saw it every day. But I, but I've only lived here, well, only I've lived here six months. I couldn't tell you where <laughs> there's a payphone, um, at all. In fact, I'd have to drive an hour away just so I know where there's a landline. Oh, because my neighbor who owns the house, doesn't have a landline. My boss, who lives 15 minutes away, doesn't have a landline. I, don't, I honestly don't know where I, I can find a landline. I don't, I don't have a landline. Oh, I no. mean, you haven't had one in years. My parents do, though. That's where I would go. The fact, the last landline I had was when Andrew and I lived together in college. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's the last one I had. Yeah, and the only reason why we had it because it came with the internet package and... We really liked making funny voice messages on the answering machine. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, bros. And people would literally call just to listen to our outgoing message because we change it about once a month. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it was fun times. Um, uh, okay, so this movie invoked a legitimate fear of mine. Okay. The scene where... Sarah Connor, the real Sarah Connor, has gone out to get some food by herself because her girlfriend's about to get some with her jock boyfriend. Yeah. And they've done their thing, and she is in the kitchen making a sandwich. And he's in there sleeping it off. And she's By got, the way, one hell of a sandwich oh, from it, all that crap she grabbed. It, that, looked, uh, it looked great. It, it made yeah. me hungry. I had a sandwich like that today, actually. Nice. And she's wearing her headphones, and she's blasting her music. I cannot, when I'm home by myself, or when the kids are here and they're asleep, have dual muff headphones on. I can't do it. Agree. No, I, I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm too paranoid. I play video games until the wee hours of the night, almost every night, and I bought a single muff headset for that purpose. <laughs> because I am, I am Mr. On the Lookout all the time. I'm the one that's... When the kids make a noise, I check it out. When the door makes a noise, I check it out. That's just that's just my nature. I've always well, you haven't caught me yet. Well, that you're aware of. Um, I have <laughs> I have lots of photographic evidence to use against you in case I do wind up dead. Uh, it'll, okay. it'll go directly to the police, um, along with <laughs> half a dozen uh, voice messages you left me over the years, and this podcast. I was going to say <laughs> we've got plenty of evidence. What evidence? Yeah. You ain't got nothing on me anymore. Are you anymore. sure? No, I can pull up some uh, old voicemails of yours <laughs> that we can play uh, of you uh, exacting uh, awful, awful scenarios on me. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, you didn't tell me how you're going to kill me this episode. No, I can't because people keep thwarting me. Oh, that's right. You did. You did mention that. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. I tried. Um. <laughs> Uh, so I'm going to go back to the comparison between one and two. Okay. Mainly because my notes are telling me to. Um, the one thing I like in two way better than one is it feels like in this movie he is a little omniscient. T2? And, or uh, uh, Terminator's omniscient? Yeah, or? Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. It just... 
you know, I mean, I know he's he's literally fed the information because he's constantly in the right place at the right time. Mm-hmm. He hears the answering machine, but he got he got to the bar in like thirty eight seconds. Yeah, I, I mean, that. like <laughs> it was literally the same song that was in the background on her voice message was playing when he walked in. I didn't even notice that. I, Interesting. I, it was the same song. So, and <laughs> so then the only thing they have rights to. Yeah, <laughs> you might not be wrong. And then he, <laughs> and then like he goes to the cabin where her mom is, and he kills her mom, and then uses the voice. But like, he just has to wait around, and then he gets to the hotel wherever they are. In 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 a minute, it just it everything. I don't know. He just seemed like he could, for a dude that could never physically catch them, he got to places really quickly. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, and that's just kind of one of the things I think I like about in the Terminator Two is that the Terminator seems to be less omniscient and has more limitations for, for, for a but thing. At, that can, but at the same time, more tools. Yeah, exactly. It is more deadly in the fact that it, it can, it can morph himself into different weapons and he can literally turn himself into a linoleum floor, um, and other things. Uh, and I, I didn't notice it any other time I watched this movie until tonight. That the doctor, the crazy doctor, it's the same crazy doctor that's in Terminator 2, right? That's abusing Linda Hamilton. He literally walks out of the police station seconds before Arnold comes in and kills everybody. Huh. And, and I, I wonder if Cameron did that on purpose. If he's like, you know what? We might make a second one and I'm going to use that, 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 that character because he's weird and creepy. Uh-huh. I think he did that on purpose. I'm gonna give him. Uh-huh. I'm gonna give him credit for that. You give him foresight for that. Yeah, I am. The dude's making five Avatar movies. I give him some yeah. foresight. How, I just don't know how he's gonna. Well, I, I don't see where the stories are gonna come from. I don't know. Especially since the first one was stolen. Exactly. Maybe he's gonna steal the other <laughs> other four. You know, just like Avatar. Only time it's Gremlins. Uh, if you, if you, Avatar, this is maybe it's uh, I don't know Jurassic Park. Well, if he keeps the same I, genre, right? So like he's see it. so like are we? Does he? Did, so are we saying he stole Pocahontas or Dances with Wolves? Uh, right. Well, it's more dances than it is Pocahontas, right? Okay, so let's say he has to steal Kevin Costner movies. So then the okay. second one is Avatar: Waterworld. And then, and well, then, isn't it supposed to be in the water though? I don't know. Is it? I think I think I remember that they were they were trying to how to figure out how to film um, where it looked realistic underwater. Oh my gosh! Please let it be. I'm water dead. Water. I'm dead. Serious. Hold on. Let me. I'll, I'll research. You're gonna research it. Great. I love it. Um. Uh, let's see. <laughs> what, what else? What else? What else? Oh, once again, this is why police stations have concrete bollards out front, so you can't just crash through. Um, <laughs> just worst cops ever. Just this worst. Um, you know, we were actually contracted when I had my construction company. We built the bollards in front of the courthouse in Morganton. Nice. Because someone saw this movie and thought, hmm, that's, we should do something about that. <laughs> um, also went, ah, the 80s, back when you can kick, uh, kick someone to the tummy and they knocked you and that knocked you out. <laughs> Reese hits him against the wall and kicks him in the belly, and he's done. That's just yeah, yeah, whatever. Well, wouldn't you be? 
uh, I wouldn't be knocked out. I might be out of breath. But oh. if I was a trained cop, I'm pretty sure I could get up from that. Yeah. Um, I don't care if he's been if he's used to kneeing robots to the gut to knock them over. <laughs> um, By the way, yes, um, he was trying to figure out how to do motion capture underwater nice. for Avatar sequels. Okay, oh. well, good for him. Uh, I did write, I feel bad for those cops, but they kind of sucked. <laughs> Dude, didn't he mowed them down? He those did. poor cops. Oh, yeah. but they like, had handguns against his freaking Uzi. But, 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 the, so, <laughs> so our lieutenant, yeah. our lieutenant, you know, lieutenant guy from Star Trek, and then the other dude who kept, like, he kept cutting, he, he would start to say something and then he'd cut him off. I mean, they got AR 16s, or, or, yeah, they look, yeah, AR 16s, but I mean, they, they do that 80s thing where they hip fire and yell. I, I don't understand that. And they're out in the open. Is there not any place of cover that you could get to? And, I mean, even you're going to die, right? Like, we know that. He, he's a machine. He can't be killed by those kind of conventional weapons. But it still feels like those cops died needlessly because, mm-hmm. they, because they sucked at being cops. Um, and I know that, you know, the movie has to move along. We, we can't, you know, they can't get into trench warfare in a police station. But it just... I felt like at no point did any of them have a fighting chance because they just sucked at being cops. Yeah, you know, give give them a chance, like like poorly trained. Yeah, just like, but again, that's an '80s thing. It just feels like it's an '80s thing. Maybe again, in the '80s, we hated cops and we hated the press. I don't, Uh I don't know why we just did. Um, they're just easy things to hate. I don't know. Um, I wrote for apparently. Uh, I did write, um, for plastic explosive and pipe bombs, they seemed just like smoke bombs. They didn't do anything. You know what I'm saying? It just, mm-hmm. he's throwing them down the street and just, poof. And then there's like flashbangs. But then he puts in the back of that, that, I guess it's a gasoline truck. And the thing went up like a nuclear explosion. <laughs> they finally found the explodium of the 80s. I guess. And then I wrote, yay, stop motion. Um, which I'm gonna give. How a about that? By the way, how about the hop, the stop motion um, of uh, Schwarzenegger taking out his eye? Oh yeah, that's the no. first time I really noticed it this time. I was like, oh, uh, ooh, that's bad. yeah. It, it almost looked, looked like I mean, I know it's stop motion, but it almost looked like a puppet. It was a puppet. Yeah. It was a mannequin, right? It was like a wax mannequin that someone had their hand through so they could move around and move his eyes mm-hmm. and stuff. And and you're not wrong. It looked they. It looked rough, but to their credit, I mean, to their defense, we're watching it on the HD screens. Yeah. On eight, you know what I'm saying? That was meant for yeah. film and video. That would, yeah. have, would have hidden a lot of, you know, problems. What we saw. Um, so I just, I'm gonna give them a little credit on it, but it still looked a little. Well, weird. I mean, and you got to think too in terms of. Um, Again, that's budget. the small budget, 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 budget. You yeah. know, this is a Jurassic Park budget. This is forget Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park wasn't that big of a budget. This isn't Terminator Two budget. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like Jurassic Park was like what ninety million dollars? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like this was the, the next one was one hundred and ten million, I think I said, or something like that. I mean, this was mm-hmm. less than seven million dollars. I mean, it's insane. Yeah. Um, I, I and and to use all the the scenes from the future. 
you know, if you think about it, that's six million dollars or seven million dollars well spent. Yeah, I mean, a lot I of think, that's uh, movie wise. Yeah, Thank it's you. a lot of it's miniatures, you know, yeah. and uh, and you know, little little toys driving over fake skulls, and even the stop motion flying thing didn't really bother me. Um, oh. The the laser sounds were kind of lame, but there's stock footage again. I we 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 have said uh, repeatedly. I mean, we've done three two hundred episodes. We've probably said it two you know, a hundred and fifty times. Low budget doesn't always mean bad movie because oh, yeah. if your characters are making good decisions and there's good dialogue, good dialogue has nothing to do with budget. And and again, the the movie really does the thing it sets out to be. It's a sci-fi version of Halloween. It's a it's a it's a horror flick. Yeah. It's what it is. It's a sci-fi horror flick where the villain can't be killed and in this case it's because he's a robot. Or as as Reese said a robot. Robot. That's what we said in the 80s for some reason. Robot. Well, yeah, you know, everybody loved their fake British accents in the 80s. Did he have a British accent? No, but every now and then his robot would, would come out a little bit okay yeah. yeah a little bit that's fine um anyway um uh before i move on to clippy clips you guys want to oh uh, tropes i did write future guy sounds crazy you know when they, they put, <laughs> he sounds like a crazy person which i mean i kind of get that. i mean uh, if, if someone would come into a police station today and do that i'm pretty sure we would think he's crazy yeah yeah no you're not wrong yeah um Get the white jacket. Yeah, exactly. And like, as a viewer, you're kind of like, you almost sympathize. It's like, well, couldn't you listen to him a little bit? Maybe Although, you know what? This time around, I did snicker. Um, because they're, you're contrasting uh, a robot and human <laughs> beings, right? Yeah. So, of course, the robot would be incredibly precise in terms of time travel. Mm-hmm. And like landed Arnold perfectly in the right position so that he wasn't harmed or, you know, in the middle of a wall or anything. Yeah. Whereas the human fell like six feet from the air, um, onto the ground when uh, when he came through the little portal. You know, that's a good point, and I never thought about that, honestly. Um. But you're right because probably for the same reason, right? Because the people that that took it, took yeah. the machine, were probably like in a super big hurry. To, you know, to get it working or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. They're Have like, you guys seen uh, Terminator Genesis? No, Which one is that's, that that's one? the that's the newest one, right? No, yeah, I have not seen that's that. The newest one. It kind of, if I remember correctly, I've only seen it once, um, and I was only halfway paying attention. But it kind of explains that uh, how how they came back. Okay. Um, and and the the machine you get to see the machine that they use, you get to see the way back, way back machine, the way back yeah. machine. Nice. Um, yeah, that's the one with your your girl in it, Sam. Um, Amelia, the, the mother of dragons. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, and I buy her as a as a uh, Sarah Connor. Oh sure, oh, yeah, she was Sarah Connor. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, weird. Okay. Uh, she has some facial similarities. Interesting. Yeah, that or was... Least, or maybe uh, my brain was just saying she did. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was... Uh, so, so Terminator Salvation is also streaming. And I, I thought about... 
actually making that what we're going to do next week as to kind of compare. Is this the one where Christian Bale like uh, went he off? Screamed on... at the sound tech. It wasn't yeah. the sound guy. It was the lighting guy. But yeah, he went off um, on the dude. Uh, yes, this was that movie, and I watched it actually not that long ago. I think I saw it in the theater, dude. I did too. I actually saw it in the theater because someone told me that. Uh, I haven't been. seen that one. Actually, might have been you, honestly. Um, yeah. I I really liked it, honestly. Yep. Um, I thought it was, was really cool. Uh, Schwarzenegger not in that one. He no, is very slim, but it's, it's it's almost like a what do you call it? It's like, like uh, it's not uncanny. It's not uncanny valley because it's, it's it's uncanny. But it's a but it's still a dude, right? They're still fighting a dude. They just CGI'd a young Schwarzenegger on the body. You know what I'm saying? It's not like it was the Leia what they did for yeah. Rogue One. Um, By the way, yeah. can we talk about Uncanny Valley and a, a, a movie that got it absolutely perfectly correct? Okay. The new uh, Captain, Captain Marvel, Marvel movie. Oh my god, yeah. Sam Jackson and looks like it's it's amazing. It's freaking unreal how good they did oh, making yeah. him I mean, Sam, Samuel Jackson 70 years old. Yeah. And they made him look like he was Every know, time on 30. the screen, I kept look every time he was up there, I kept looking for it. You yeah. know, like, all right, where is this going to look weird? You know, um Clark uh what's his name? Greg Clark Colson, yeah. Colson, there was a couple times where he looked a little bit too smooth, right? Yeah. But I tell you, Sam Jackson, uh, his de-aging process was was amazing. Yeah, it was really great. Um, and, I mean, I've, I've watched... <laughs> so right now, HBO has been running the Hitman's Bodyguard a lot. And for whatever <laughs> reason right now, if that movie's on, I'm watching it. And I have not seen it yet. Oh, dude. Really? Oh, my gosh. You've got to watch this movie. I, I okay. it has been a while since I said to you, you need to put all of your other stuff on hold until you watch this movie. But oh, you, really? Seriously, what are those? it oh. is so fun. It's Sam Jackson and Ryan Reynolds. It is. <laughs> it is. It's as it's close. What you hope it to be? It's. It is as buddy cop as Bad Boys Two. It's the same <laughs> feel, right? They're yelling at each <laughs> other. And there's there's great violence and lots of yelling and 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 Ryan Reynolds is a, is, is funny and Sam Jackson's an ass. I mean it's, it's great. It's so fun. It it didn't get a lot of good reviews, but I freaking love it. I don't know why. I just freaking love it. So I'm gonna find a way to get you to watch that. Seriously, okay. um, it's not streaming anywhere. It's on HBO. So it'd be on HBO Go. Um, yeah. Well, now I am going to be getting Game of Thrones here in a few. That's true. On HBO Go. Yeah. So I'll probably yes. have it available. Yes. You must watch it. Okay. <laughs> I'm so, like seriously, like my love for Hitsman Bodyguard is is yeah. equal that to um, the Kingsman. Wow! Wow! Yeah. And you know how much I love me some Kingsman. Yeah. It's literally on <laughs> in the background right now as <laughs> we're doing the podcast. It's on. It's huh. on right now. So, yeah. okay. Well, maybe um, give me give me a week. I'll probably turn HBO Go on in another couple days when it turns April. Yeah. Yeah. No uh, problem. I'll put that on the list. Oh, it's not on HBO. It's on Max. Crap. Oh man. I'll Never find mind. a way to get you to watch it. I'm telling you, we're, we're gonna figure <laughs> it out. Anyway, no one cares. Um, go watch it, Man's Bodyguard. Everyone yeah. else. Um, 
By the way, while we were going down that that tangent hole, I've been looking at movies for my uh, my nineteen eighty four. <laughs> so, and I just realized that there's a lot of these movies that I haven't seen. Really? Yeah. Like, probably half of the top ten, I haven't seen. I just huh. I just need to. Um, of the top twenty five, I've seen. Or the top, it goes down to thirty. No, it goes down to fifty. I've seen, yeah, I've seen a lot of them, but not all of them. Anyway, uh, ready for some clips? Yep. Let's do it. All right. I didn't get a lot. Well, okay, I got five or six. Um, but anyway, uh, this just this, this this line made me laugh. Not that Schwarzenegger is buying an Uzi in a pawn shop. It's what the guy says that made me laugh. Anything else? Phased plasma rifle in the 40 watt range. Hey, just what you see, pal. Uzi 9mm. You know your weapons, buddy. Any one of these is ideal for home defense. <laughs> home defense? <laughs> it's a freaking Uzi. Uzi is ideal for home defense. Yes, because in case someone breaks in, I need to shoot out 500 rounds a minute. Good gracious. <laughs> hey, it was the 80s. You saw those streets. I know. You're not right? Wrong. You're right. You're right. Uh, this made me laugh. How do I look? Like shit, boss. Yo, mama. <laughs> oh, yeah, I caught that. So now I have this forever. Yo, mama. I got that forever. Yo, mama. There you go. So Nice. Yeah. Remember back when people used to say that all the time? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Man, you're stupid. Oh, yeah? Well. Yo, mama. Okay. Uh, had to capture this. I was contractually obligated to. Come with me if you want to live. There you go. <laughs> uh, I was also contractually obligated to capture this. I'll be back. Um, I had to. Um, and, and this one. You're terminated. There you go. I edited that part where she said the F word. Because you know how much I like to edit movies. Or podcasts. Yeah. When they say podcasts that. too, right? Yeah. yeah. Of course. Asshole. And now for some more bad news. Ready? Uh, by the way, I didn't get to finish my trope because we started talking about the future crazy guy. Uh, makes traceable phone call. We had that in in me the state not that long ago, and um, yeah, we had some other good tropes in this. But yeah, makes makes the phone call. I mean, honestly, Reese, it's 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 understandable that he doesn't say don't make a phone call because he wouldn't think about that because in the future yeah. they probably don't have phones. They probably just do everything by radio, um, so he wouldn't think to do that. But anyway, trivia. There's a lot of trivia on this movie, and I mean a lot. Um, when you have a movie that's like this, there's a lot of trivia, um, and so I I only went through a little bit honestly because I didn't have time to read the 300 pieces of trivia. <laughs> Um, and I'm actually not joking. I'm pretty sure Cameron. Cameron must take notes. Yes, yeah, on gets, everything. He gets bored when he's. Let's see how many pieces. Tri- 192 items. Legit. Holy crap! 192 items on trivia on, on Terminator. 193 cheap seat reviews. Has done <laughs> yeah. a podcast. Yes, I love it. Um, so some of the few that I captured while shooting this film, James Cameron often resorted to what he called guerrilla filmmaking um, as a way of getting around acquiring permits needed for certain (laughs) film scenes. 
This involved the production crew and actors quickly arriving at a, a specified location, shooting the scene, and leaving before the police arrived. As a result, some of the people seen in a few shots are actual, everyday citizens completely unaware they're in a movie. This was nice. also used for research with Cameron even calling and waking Schwarzenegger once at 3 a.m. to meet at a location already in full costume to quickly reshoot a scene. Cameron also used this tactic to film the very last scene where Sarah drives off into the desert. It almost backfired, however, because the police showed up sniffing around. <laughs> oh, so, Yeah, I've, I've actually worked on productions where we did this kind of guerrilla. You know, you go small crew, inconspicuous. If someone asks what you're doing, you just say you film a documentary and you don't show them any papers and you just walk away. Um, Schwarzenegger tried to avoid Linda Hamilton and Michael, uh, Michael Bean as much as possible since the Terminator was trying to kill them. Okay, this is actually the reason why I captured this, uh, I put this trivia here. I'm going to reread the sentence. I didn't finish the sentence. I'm going to reread this. Either someone doesn't know how to type or they were dictating in a different language and it just didn't come out right. So here we go. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to read this as it is. Arnold Schwarzenegger tried to avoid Linda Hamilton and Michael Bean as much as possible since the Terminator was trying to kill them, not form connections. Okay. It just seems strange. And, and not, not form a connection. Not form yeah. connections. Not an and or uh, it just not form connections. It just seems it's a strange sentence. Uh, the last one I wrote or uh, captured was shots through the Terminator's vision showed a dump of the ROM assembler code for the Apple II operating system. If you own an Apple II, enter at the basic prompt colon call dash 151 star P. This will give you the Terminator view. Other code <laughs> visible is written in COBOL. So, there you go. That was kind of fun. There you go. There's, there's this. Excuse me while I whip this out. Well, we've all been diligently working on our new top three that Sam suggested during the show here. Sorry about that. Yeah. No, it's yeah. great. I love it. Um, the top three 1984 movies. Now, when I make my claim that 1984 is the best year of movies for that decade. This is, this is my example I'm going to give you. And why did that not work? Um, I'm just going to give you some of the, the top, you know, The Terminator, Dune, 16 Candles, Once Upon a Time in America, Indiana Jones, The Temple of Doom, Ghostbusters, Revenge of the Nerds, The Karate Kid, Amadeus, Bachelor Party, The NeverEnding Story, Police Academy, This is Spinal Tap, and Romancing the Stone. Beverly Hills Cop, 1984, Gremlins, and Footloose. That's just top 20. Yeah, right? some. That's just Splash, Red Dawn, Supergirl, um, Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai, Conan Destroyer, The Last Starfighter, uh, uh, Friday the 13th, Star Trek III, um, Starman, Repo Man, The Toxic Avenger, Blame It on Rio. That's just within the top 50. Uh, Children of the Corn. So... <laughs> We've we've and we've done a bunch of those <laughs> uh, that, that I named, uh, which is kind of cool. So we're gonna go through our lists of what we yes. uh, of from movies from 1984 that we loved. Um, Sam or Andrew goes first. Okay, uh, number three, uh, Police Academy. Sure. Oh, nice. And I will have to admit that I saw all of these much. You know, probably ten years after. Well, yeah, I mean, least. I was I was two when uh, these movies, you know, when these movies yeah. came out. So obviously, yeah. so 
Police Academy um, at number three. Number two, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. And Caliban. that one, yeah, that one kind of freaked me out. I haven't let sure. my kids see that one yet. Right. I don't blame you. Uh, well, just, he was going through a divorce, so. That's true. It was a, uh, it was a, it was a different time. It was. Oh. Wait. <laughs> If you invoke the chat, gosh, why do I keep blowing up my microphone? Gosh, if you're going to invoke the chat, go ahead, Sandy, say your third one, and I'll find it. Oh, here we go. It was a different time. Oh, man. It's there been you a go. Long there you time go. Since I played Boy, that. that's a blast from the past. God. Yes, it is. It feels good just to hear his voice. And then, number one, and I had every toy imaginable. I had the proton pack. I had, <laughs> I got everything. Ghostbusters was. My favorite movie from that year. Yeah. Yeah. I can't fault that. This is one yep. of those lists that, like, there's actually kind of no wrong. There like, is no wrong in you this. You know, it's like, I mean, unless you say something really strange, um, which I don't even know what that means. Like Jurassic Park? Yeah, somehow you weasel Jurassic Park in there. <laughs> because when you click on it on IMDb 1984, 3,284 titles released that year. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So, Sam. Oh, right. Um, I've got um, this comes straight from the 1980s uh, video game kid that was so enamored by it. But The Last Starfighter was my number three. My number two, uh, we rented this movie so many times. We not only rented the movie, we rented the VCR to play the rented movie. Nice. Um, back in the 80s. And we totally destroyed the video store's copy because we played it so much. And this is the never-ending story. Yeah. Constantly on in our house in the 80s. Dude, Constantly. and you cried every time. Freaking, freaking Swamp of our, Sorrows. Our tracks or our tracks oh, or whatever. Wow. The name you know, course. that's... Uh, I have to pause here for just a moment. Okay. <laughs> that's one of those movies that my parents wanted me to like. You know, there's movies that you show your kids and you want them to like it. Yeah. And then they don't. And then you're really disappointed. My parents wanted me to love Neverending Story, but I hated it. I could not stand watching it. I don't know what it was. I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. And I remember them sitting me down in front of the TV and watching it like three or four times. Wow. Have you watched it since then? Never. Maybe it's a a different uh, frame of mind. I don't know. I I can't bring myself to watch it. My, um... My number one, I'm right there with Andrew. I also owned every single toy, watched the cartoon religiously, um, had my own proton pack, uh, Ghostbusters, absolutely. Right on. Number one. Yep. I'm I'm going through. So I changed the method in which to search on IMDb from <laughs> highest ranked to highest grossing. Yeah. Um. And. I mean, I'm down into the 130s, and I'm still looking at movies that I've seen. Now, wow. not a lot of them. Once I got past 100, I'm like, ooh, I've never heard a lot of the these. Oh, I've heard of a lot of these. <laughs> but, um, what a year. So my, my three, so I, I don't have Ghostbusters actually in my top three. Really? Only because, I mean, I Ethan. watched it, I watched it a bunch as a kid, but I only ever saw the TV version and it was oh, only, that's right. And it was only when I went to Grandma's house, um, because when it was initially released, it was rated R. At least that's mm-hmm. what Dad 
has a memory of. I don't know. I can look it up, I guess. But So I didn't get to watch it except the edited version. So I, I didn't... I watched the cartoon, but I didn't have any toys, so I didn't have that connection to it that, like, you guys did. For whatever reason. I don't know why. I just, just didn't. Um, so my number one would have to... Be, well, my number three... Okay, sorry. Honorable mention is going to be... <laughs> sorry. Is going to be Cloak and Dagger. Remember I don't that? think I've ever seen Cloak and Dagger. Um, has nothing to do with the, the, the Marvel thing that's out now on Freeform. But it's like a little kid... It's got some video game kind of intrigue. Um, uh, it's like Ready Player One for 1984. I mean, it's uh, like he he the the bad guys install are a dude trying to uh, you know get rid of a, a secret virus that could take down the world or something hides it in a video game, and this kid finds the code, and then he has to like get this thing out of out of town or something and he's helped by the aid of his um like invisible friend guy. It's kind of strange. Anyway. Number three, I did I had to put Star Trek three up there. It's not a great film, but I watched the crap out of it that, you know, for whatever reason, Star Trek Three, The Search for Spock. Again, I know it's not a great movie, but I just watched the crap out of it. My number two is The Natural. I my parents oh, made no, me watch this deep. movie a lot. And I love I didn't it. Like the natural. You didn't like the natural. No, remember it. I think it's too slow. Yeah, you do. I remember that. Yeah, and it's, maybe it's because the kid in me always thought it was too slow. Maybe as an adult, I'd like it better. If you watch it as an adult, you would probably appreciate it and think it's still a slow movie, but you you get it. You would get it more. Like yeah. you get. There's a lot of subtlety because it's not a it's baseball cool. movie. It's a movie about good versus evil. You know, the girl yeah. that shoots him is only, or not shoots him, but the girl that poisons him is wearing black. Uh, Glenn Close is always wearing white. Um, the bad mm. guy is always dark. Like, it's a, good, a movie of good versus evil that just happens to have cool baseball stuff. Uh, and my number one was The Last Starfighter. Um, <laughs> I freaking love that movie so much. Right. It, I, it, it, it holds a place in my heart. Literally next to Star Trek and Star Wars. It's just one of yeah. my favorites. Uh, it really is. and We uh, all wanted to be the last Starfighter. Oh, my gosh. Dude, I, right. like, I, I built out of Legos the Gunstar dozens of times <laughs> that even had doors that opened for Death Blossom. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't think I've seen the last Starfighter. I, I, you know, I'm almost afraid to watch it right now, though. No, it, like, I, I have I, no Blu-ray. I don't want to, like, I don't want it to be in my brain no. any worse than... You know, I want it to be this pure thing in my brain. I'm, I'm telling you, it, it, again, it's got the 80s tropes that we all know and love, but, and that we mm -hmm. just made fun of this movie for having. Um, and would, if we ever reviewed it, we would do so again with the bad hair and the weird, you know, everything's brown. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. And you look at the CGI, this movie was the first kind of cutting edge of its time where um, more than just a moment was CG. You know what I'm saying? Like, the entire scene that you're looking at is computer animated. And it was the first mm -mm. film to do. It was groundbreaking in that, in, that, in that notion. Now, does it look it? Yes. You can tell. But, <laughs> but for 1984, it looks great. I'm telling you. I have it on Blu-ray. I think I have it on Blu-ray. Maybe I only have it on DVD. And I got to go find out. Anyway. Point is, I love The Last Starfighter. And if it's ever streaming, we're going to do it for the show. I want to do it for the show. Um, I, I, um, 
and Andrew needs to see it. The, the nerd in you, yeah. Andrew, is 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 craving something, and this movie <laughs> this movie has it. Um, but yeah, the Gunstar. Did you guys see? Uh, I know you guys saw um, Guardians of the Galaxy two. Mm-hmm. I just recently watched it uh, on a road trip, and the scene at the end when the little mining ship has all the little laser guns aimed out at the Sovereign craft, and Nebula hooks the machine up to to the gun with fire, and it all shoots out. I'm like, hey, uh, the guy I was watching with, I'm like, hey, look, they just used Death Blossom. And he's like, <laughs> and he just rolled his eyes. <laughs> Yeah, it's not streaming. <laughs> it's not streaming anywhere, but I'm telling you, we're gonna do it some at some point. Uh, anyway, that's our that's our that's our list, and that's our episode. Um, that was fun as hell. Now it's time to rank this movie. Not rank it. That's the wrong word. It's time to give us a uh, a rating. That's a better word. Wait, what's supposed to happen? <coughs> Sorry, couldn't get the button. Uh, this is where we kind of. Um, <laughs> We put it on a scale of 0 to 10. 0 being uh, rubber and uh, 10 being, I don't know what 10 is. I don't know what our think a perfect 10. I don't know what, well, not all four of us or three of us. um, I'm trying to remember what our highest ranking movie. What is our highest ranking? I got Jurassic Park at 10, I believe. Is it still Jurassic Park? No. No. No? That was surpassed by... Something a while back. Oh, I don't know, but we do have a website that has uh, at least yeah. our old stuff on there. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Um, Saving Private Ryan got a 9.0. was yeah. our highest. On the website? Until I update it. On yeah. the website, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at a 9.2 already. And yeah, so Avengers Infinity War is going to go up as a little bit higher yeah. than that. So anyway, so yeah. Watch that thing again. Oh, holy crap! That's such a good movie. Yeah, it is. It's great. Um. Yeah. All right. Sorry. So this movie, Terminator, Andrew. Yeah. Well, IMDb rates it an eight out of ten. I I can't go that high with it. Um. You know, for what it is, for I'm not gonna like you said. I'm not gonna take any points away for the technology and the use of what they had when they made the film but uh, I don't know there were just some some moments that were a little questionable um, as far like you said the scene where we jump from the telephone into the club all of a sudden and we're right there so there's a few continuity things here and there um, and the stop motion is not great but <laughs> not terrible so I'm going to give it about a 6.9, just because I feel naughty today. Okay. <laughs> uh, Sam. Yeah. Um, I I enjoyed it for what it is. If, if you look at it as a capsule of the 80s, it's perfect. It really is. But um, there's some rep- repetitive car chases that just don't really go anywhere. Um, it seems like it's just taking up time, and, and there is some jump cuts that are not quite the best. But by golly, this this launched an incredible franchise, uh-huh. and um, 
I, I enjoy the storytelling. You know, when, once again, James Cameron got me, you know, what, of course, you know, he just took a theme and tweaked it a little bit. But um, I enjoyed it. I'm, I've got to give it a 7.38 okay. out of 10. I enjoyed it. For whatever reason, Sam, during this moment is the only time this tonight your internet has been weird. And so you you would you would slow down and then it would speed up real quick and you and then it would slow down. It was, <laughs> it was like someone was stretching <laughs> the so... <laughs> stretching the tape on your playback. It was kind of weird. Yeah. Um, it's a, the, the fabric of time. I think I think someone was taking it. the Ethernet cable and pinching it like a hose. And then let it go. <laughs> <laughs> You're making your your sister look into it to see, uh, you know, hey, you know, what's wrong with it over there? Yeah, <laughs> I don't have a sister, but I assume that that's the thing that would, I would have done. Um, I yes. I didn't hate it. I enjoyed it um, for what it is. Again, and and again. We've said this on, on on the show before. Sometimes we're we're the wrong audience for the movie. Um, I bet you, if we were all about ten years older, we would hold this movie in high regard. As maybe yeah. this was the first R-rated movie we were allowed to see because it had boobies and Arnold Wiener and uh, well, that's two movies in a row we've gotten to see Man Wiener. That's kind of yeah. that's true. I didn't even think of that. In this? Oh, dude. Oh, yeah, you saw it swinging a little bit. Yeah, Schwarzenegger, it was just flapping around before he went up to Bill Paxton and stole his clothes. Yeah. Yeah. Schwarzenegger (laughs) is as big as mom. Yes. (laughs) He showed his Schwartz. Uh, So, anyway, uh, but, yeah, I don't want to poo-poo it too much for for the the budget. It was a a very effective movie. It gave me uh, anxiety when I was younger of, you know, how, how are they going to get away? Um, I mean, sure. There's some ex machina moments, but, uh, it's, that's what kind of makes for a fun suspenseful movie. So I'm going to give it a, uh, I'm just going to give it a straight seven. Nice. Uh, cause that works really well for the math. So yeah, seven. Yeah. And as I'm looking back at the scores over the last two months, we actually haven't had a whole lot of bad movies. No, which is surprising, which means we're going to have a run of some coming up. I don't know. I, I mean, just I'm, feel it. I'm hoping not, because I, I don't know if it makes the show better if we pan a movie or not. I just enjoy watching good movies sometimes. Mm-hmm. You, you know, because the movie that we're pick, I've done for next week, uh, I've seen several reviews online, and uh, some random podcast tweeted at me that they, they said, hey, you should do this movie. So I said, yeah, we're going oh. to. Um, nice. So yeah, so that is, is so yeah. Sorry for the tease, but that movie is Triple Frontier. Um, oh, it, oh, the Netflix one. It's another oh, Netflix okay. original, uh, starring your Ben Affleck and a bunch of other dudes that I can't think of right now. Oh, did he use his American accent in this one? He did. Strangely enough, he did use his American okay. accent. Right. He didn't use his uh, native Australian for whatever reason. But Hugh Jackman <laughs> does that a lot too in American movies. So I, I guess it's a thing. yeah. Um, but. <laughs> If I can plug again for just a second, the Shazam movie. I know that you guys have poo-pooed on DC films in the past. Yes. Uh, and, and, and the listeners and Andrew, have kind and, of agreed. And, and rightfully so. Right. Well, okay, whatever. <laughs> but this, this one I really think you would actually enjoy. Um, because it is, it is very much 
uh, a, I don't know, it, it reminds me of kind of the Goonies and Stranger Things, and, and they just, they got something right about this one. I think you'll really like it. The, the dude, the main dude, Chuck from Chuck, I love him. He's great. Zachary Levi. Yeah. Zachary Levi. He's great. Um, and he is once more, again, in a long list of actors who have played both sides of the aisle, uh, both DC and Marvel. And if you're thinking, we'll see Marvel. There you go. I was wondering if someone was going to ask, well, who's Marvel? Remember Thor 1? The dude with the sword? That's the, right. He was one of the friends. The Warriors 3? Yeah. yeah. He replaced that dude in Thor 2 and 3. That's right. Because Thor 1, the, in Thor 1, that dude went on to be in the TV show... Once Upon a Time. Once Upon a Time. Uh-huh. And he replaced him and has, like, three lines in the MCU total. I mean, like, in, in Thor 3, he, he literally charges at her with a sword, screaming, and dies instantly. I mean, he's like, oh, Zach, <laughs> you couldn't do better <laughs> than that? <laughs> your your axe-wielding <laughs> friend, like, died, you know, he... he yeah, anyway, so, go watch Thor Ragnarok. Uh, but, yeah, he, he again, is... Uh, so I, I'm going to go on another little Marvel tangent for just a second. I saw, and it's one of those clickbait things, so I don't take a whole lot of stock in it, that, net, that the, the Netflix MCU stuff, right, your Daredevil, Jessica Jones, all that stuff. You know, now that, that Disney mm-hmm. is releasing their new Disney Plus streaming app in the next year, that they're going to reboot all of those shows on their network with a more... Disney version. And I hate that. They're going to just start them from scratch? Start them from scratch. Like, the Charlie Cox, who plays Daredevil, is great. He is He's Daredevil, in my opinion. Amazing in that. that and uh, so the, the Ritter girl that plays Jessica Jones is they're, great. They're all really good in their roles. Maybe not so much dude what plays Iron Fist. Maybe fine. But the other three are really good. Yeah. And the casting yeah, for Luke Daredevil. Cage is awesome. And the, and the casting for Daredevil. I'm still in the middle of season three for Daredevil. And it's just... Disney, just don't. It's it's okay to have some yeah. violent stuff on your your network. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Movies, I mean, and not only is, is, is Daredevil the perfect casting, but freaking Kingpin... Oh, yeah. Is, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just amazing. Yeah, D'Onofrio is awesome. He really is, and he's and I want. Yeah, I was saddened when they weren't going to do a season four. Again, I'm not through season three yet, but no. um, I I literally have thirty As minutes. I was. I'd have thirty minutes left of the West Wing before I'm done with that that series. I'm going to weep a little bit. Oh, so you got into the post um, post uh, what's his name world? Um, Aaron Sorkin. Oh he yeah, finally yeah, got yeah. into the season where he wasn't writing. Yeah, yeah. Well, he only anymore. did the first. Uh, he only did the first four. The somebody other people have done the last three. So, yeah. Anyway, all right, guys. Well, that's been fun. Um, and I'm also yeah, excited. Man. I'm gonna hit the music, but I'm also excited to see that um, um, James Gunn has been brought back to direct uh, Guardians Three. Yes. Yeah. So that's, Bravo. That's very good. good I job. know he made some stupid comments, but that, that was, was a while ago. It was ago. ten wow. years ago. We've all said stuff. No. If if we had the ability to record what we said ten years ago, 
on, yeah. a, on a platform. Then well, if we, if we continue we were, to do this podcast, we will. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't think that we're going to say anything on this podcast that's going to prevent us from getting a job in the future, but who knows. Uh, that would also force no, someone... I don't plan on running for government office. But that also would require someone to listen to this show enough to go, oh, I remember when Sam said that in episode 121. Yeah, that's not gonna be yeah. Anyway, go to our website. And we would have ten listeners in order to. Yeah, that's... yeah. Uh, website cheapseatreviews.com. Facebook is facebook.com slash cheapseatreviews and at cheapseatcast our Twitter account. Um, GoFundMe.com slash cheapseatreviews so we can buy Sam a new microphone. Uh, so you can get rid of all Please, those. It's, it's taped on, literally. <laughs> we're gonna do a go. We're gonna do a crowdsourcing so we can buy Sam a new mic because it literally is. All that noise you hear is just Sam breathing because the microphone's taped to his face. Um, yeah, that's oh, that's right. Now it's laying on my chest because it won't stay up. <laughs> wait, wait a second. Uh, going. I'm going to capture that audio out. <laughs> Leave us a review on iTunes, uh, please, just before that last comment. And um, on behalf of Andrew and Sam, this is Sean saying thank you so, so much for listening, and I'll be back. <laughs>